BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. and welcome to episode 18 of Hashtag No Filter. I am recording today from Rice Village, uh, right on Amherst Street, next to Susie's Cakes. And if you're not on a diet, I recommend going and getting the birthday cake from mm. Susie Cakes. If you are on a diet, I still recommend that because everyone has cheat days, as my guest is going to um, going to tell you about. Anyway, so today's guest, you are familiar with the most dramatic show on television. You're definitely going to know him. His name's Luke Pell. He was on season 12 of The Bachelorette. Um, it was JoJo Fletcher's season and then he was on Winter Games, and he's a very talented musician, and he is here today to talk about everything. He already promised me that no question is off limits, and he will answer everything, so um, this might get rowdy. (laughs) Rowdy. (laughs) So welcome, Luke. Hi. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Are you super excited? I am excited. Yeah. I love podcasts. Yeah. Everybody's starting podcasts these days. Mm -hmm. All my friends are. All my all my reality TV people are starting podcasts. My other country music artists are starting podcasts. Like. So are you gonna start a podcast? I'm like, man, I feel like I'm missing out, but then also I feel like I'm behind the power curve. So like everybody, it's like cliche. Now if I start a podcast, it's like I'm already behind. Everybody else already started one. They're like, oh, he's gonna start one too. I'm really gonna listen to that. You should. So I'm just kind of like being a like a, a, a frequent guest on a lot of other but podcasts. you love it you love it you love being I love, a I love just talking I grew up my, my dad used to make me listen to Rush Limbaugh you know I was growing up as mm-hmm. a kid and uh, you know whatever he was like the original podcast guy where you just get on there and just like rant about whatever's on your mind it's fun it's know? fun I and love talking his was talking. politics but maybe ours is whatever reality TV or yeah, yeah. our dogs or you yeah. know fake boobs or you yeah know, we, we can talk about fake whatever it's actually had someone on to talk kids. about I don't know yeah potty training I'll talk kids. about Do whatever I don't have any kids but I can talk about how to potty train one but how would you know how to potty train one because I know how to train dogs <laughs> and I feel like it's <laughs> similar <laughs> You know. Guys, Luke is funny. Positive, positive affirmation. <laughs> you know. Um, okay, so very exciting that you're here. So Luke is actually here for a show at Irish Cowboy Tonight. Is mm-hmm. that what it's called? Yep. Yeah. Irish Cowboy Tonight. Um, but we're not we're not going there yet. We are first going to start, we're going to talk about Luke and his story. So just tell everyone, you can do a synopsis, whatever you want to do, how, Luke, you guys might may or may not know, he was in the Army for five years. He was in Afghanistan. He um, has done all sorts of things. So will you just kind of give your, your timeline of the Luke yeah. story? Yeah. No, I, uh, I grew up 
in a little town called Burnett, Texas, right outside of Austin. Um, did Friday Night Lights, played high school football, uh, worked on a horse ranch, had my family's ranch to work on every summer. Um, just very kind of cliche country kid. And then uh, I ended up on a football scholarship to West Point in New York, because that's where I went to college. And so I think at that point in my life, when I was 17 and got that offer, I was kind of like, hey, this is my chance to be outside the box, do something different. Um, and so I did. I took the chance. I had no background in the military in my family, oh, wow. no sense of where I was going or ever. I'd never even traveled out of the state of Texas, really. And so anyway, I ended up in a military academy in upstate Jeez. New York, all in you know that first summer out of high school. So wow, that led to uh, you know my you know four years there in New York, and then I went into the army. You have a five-year commitment as an army officer mm-hmm. afterwards, and I moved around several different places. Spent a year in Afghanistan. Uh, you know, had to learn how to fight a war at 22 years old and go through all these growing pains, uh, but great experiences. And I got to see the world. I met a lot of great people and learned a lot about myself and how to, you know, deal with, uh, you know, kind of trial by fire. And so uh, it was a great time in my life. Wow. Um, but then, so when you know, was that? When were you, when were the five years up? Uh, 2007 okay. is when I graduated. Uh-huh. 2012 is when I came off active duty uh, okay. as a captain in the Army. And I got to choose, hey, do you want to go back to the civilian world or stay and try to right. be a general or something, you know, uh, in 30 years. So I chose to go out of the military and come off active duty. And I got a, uh, a job for an oil company being an engineer in Oklahoma City and just up and moved straight mm-hmm. out of the Army. The money was great. The company was great. Um, and it seemed like the right thing to do, but mm-hmm. I wasn't completely fulfilled there. And yeah. uh, ended up going to work for a consulting firm over in College Station, Texas, a couple years later. Great company, small uh, company that did consulting for um, um, CEOs and, uh-huh. and, and, and Fortune 500 companies. And I really loved the people there, but I was just still like searching for what my kind of entrepreneur spirit mm-hmm. was lead, leading me to mm-hmm. and uh for me at the time it became music and uh it always been on the side my entire life but it never been in, in the forefront and so mm-hmm. um finally moved back to nashville and uh yeah started just trying to build a career as a songwriter and didn't know what the outcome was what the money was going to mm-hmm. be it was all different i felt very unsettled for a while, um, uh-huh. but then things started falling into place, and uh, I never looked back. And, and I yeah. think I read it somewhere. It might have been on your site. I'm not sure, but were you? Did someone actually send you your guitar to Afghanistan? Yeah. Like you, you like missed it so much, or you just? Well, I pl- it- I actually asked somebody before I left. I was like, "Can you, when I get over there and get an address, figure out where I'm going to be? Can you mail this to wow. me?" Wow. Um, so did that kind of help you there? Because I can own, I can't even imagine what one, you know, yeah. what you were uh, exposed to in Afghanistan. Did that like help you, kind of having the music there and having? Oh, it was I'm, great. Yeah. Um, you know, because you you work a lot of hours over there. You work at night a lot and those type of things. But you know, we're a very remote location yeah. in the mountains of Afghanistan. So. That was like my one thing that kind of was therapy for me. I could just have my guitar and yeah. chill out at yeah. night, you know, when I got back and had a little bit of off time. And, right. And so that kind of kept me grounded and kept giving me inspiration. Wow. So yeah. once you um, decided to leave the corporate world for, for sure. music, at what point, when did The Bachelorette happen and what, what how did that happen? Yeah, so I was in Nashville uh, about to sign my first publishing deal um, and was just grinding away, finding ways to make it work. and. Uh, uh, I was um, just, I had a couple of real estate projects going, mm-hmm. a little bit of oil and gas stuff going, and I was just trying to like juggle a lot of 
uh, different projects at one time. And uh, I found out that a year earlier, before I'd moved back to Nashville, mm -hmm. um, this a friend of mine, Kim, who cut my hair in, in, uh, in College Station, Texas. Oh, wow. She was always trying to like, set me up on blind dates, like <laughs> like your hairstylist, whatever. Right, does. right, of course, so I was of like, course. oh my God, gossip, gossip, gossip. Yeah, you yeah, should talk yeah. to who. She just broke up with whatever. <laughs> and uh, so that didn't work on a couple blind dates. And then finally, you know, she kind of like halfway joked about like, I'm just gonna sign you up for The Bachelor. You should do that. And she really actually did it. And then a year later, oh they like gosh. found the file and then they called me and they said, hey, we're coming to Nashville. We'd like wow. to sit down and visit with you. And I was like, sure, I, why not? Let's, yeah. I don't know, whatever, I'm down. So yeah. I went and talked to a couple of casting producers, casting directors, and uh, they did a little interview. And, and the then, yeah, then they took me to LA. We did some more interviews, and then wow. we were filming like a month later. So, wow. Yeah. So, and then from there, and then we'll go back to The Bachelor. How, how far after was Winter Games? Because Bachelorette, when did you film? Yeah, so Bachelorette was uh, summer of 2016. Okay, for, and Winter Games me. was just And then Winter Games was, right. uh, we filmed in December of 2017. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so did so you I, did you know you wanted to go on another Bachelor show, or, or they approached well, you? and? Yeah, you know, they approach you every season after that uh, for a lot of the people. Once yeah. you've done one season, yeah, then you're yeah, kind yeah. of in this pool of, yeah. alumni that has you know been established publicly as like a bachelor nation right. person right and they can kind of pull you back in for all their spinoff shows mm -hmm. or for to be the bachelor or whatever right right and so that just kind of continues and so that's that's interesting as that just continues to evolve yeah. because every year you're never really out of that right circle. right like you're either dating somebody out in the outside world right or if you're not or if you are they'll still try to like pull, cast right, you right, to come back something. in and do a spinoff show yeah or so that's what happens so on so, games. okay, so let's talk first. Okay, Bachelorette, when you were on, I feel like you didn't have any conflicts in the house. Like, did you have enemies with um, the guys? I mean, I had guys I didn't like and stuff. But, but no, like, you were never one of them. I can't remember. Not visibly. Right. I was like the Cinderella's, like, story, like the, the guy yeah. that's like, she really likes him. Yeah. But then there's like a front runner who was like, oh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a quarterback, you know, that's <laughs> but I feel like Jordan, you know, that um, my, my brother played in the Oh, Jordan Rogers. last year, right? <laughs> And I love Jordan. He's great. But that, that's how they, they, you know, they set the of show course. up like that. And, but, so uh, I, but I feel like if there were, like, bachelor superlatives or bachelor superlatives, you yeah. probably would have been, like, most likable. Like, I don't remember you having any sort of, like, argument or anything right. with any of the guys. Yeah. Like, you were very, like, you were on good terms with them. So, right. okay, so you go through it, and you're, you're runner-up. You were runner-up, right? I should know this. No, well, that's how I was set up. But then I ended up, like, they did a to-be-continued episode like, right, where she right. didn't call my name, and then I got sent home Fourth, 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 right, like right, 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 right. First or second. So, okay, so, so in terms of like, yeah, were you was your heart broken? Like, were you in love and were you were you? Well, I mean, it was, it, it was interesting for me, especially after being on a spinoff show where you know the chemistry wasn't the same and everything. Right. Because the first my first experience was it just coincidentally I was one of the people that did actually have a connection yeah. with her. Yeah, like a true connection. And, yeah, we didn't have to realize that we, we didn't have to really think about the fact that we're on a TV show or whatever. Mm -hmm. Like we just like we would have liked each other on the street. If we mm -hmm, met, mm -hmm. and um, so that made it a lot, you know, it made it simple for me, right. um, going through it and how to kind of feel vulnerable and feel real because they were real feelings. So it was, I mean, you yeah, fully, so we got that. I mean, yeah. of course, it's an expedited process, yeah. and like it's not like 
you text each other for a couple weeks and then mm-hmm. you see each other out in a group and you have the same friends and then six months later then you actually start dating and you know it's like a very condensed um, timeline right. but um, the feelings were right. real, as real as anybody so. so was your were you so you had a breakup and you were like heartbroken I mean did you from the like, show yeah um, you know it's it's funny how it's so condensed that the feelings you have like you you do have this emotional roller coaster that is way more volatile than than that same time period would be in real life mm-hmm, right because mm-hmm. the whole show is filmed in eight weeks right from, I mean, from right. Engage, you know from meeting someone to right. being engaged to them and so I mean and, and you're not even seeing them right. for eight weeks straight like there's 25 other people that are involved you're only seeing them every three or four days right. maybe every two days at best and maybe you had a date with them and you were with them for a couple hours and then you went to separate mm-hmm. hotel rooms right so like it's a very limited time to actually really get to know somebody. right exactly but um but yeah considering that all things considered yeah the feelings were completely real and you're like yeah. man i thought this was going to work out especially i think a lot of people ask me like oh is it real is it not real i'm like well there's a transition at the beginning you're just all on a big like yeah. circus animal and everybody kind of gets that right, right um but at the point at which you bring them home and introduce them to your parents, right. you know, then you're like, oh wow, okay, this and, is and like a couple of weeks, like one of me and me or three other guys yeah. are going to end up with this person. Cameras are going to go away, and we're going to be talking about like who's going to whose parents for Thanksgiving, yeah. or Christmas, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, so that's that's where that really. The but I imagine happens. like because breakups in general are never easy. Sure. I mean, we've all been there. So that coupled with being in kind of the limelight right then and like kind. Yeah. I mean, that was it. How did you how did you manage it and get through it? Um, or was you know, it, it was quick? It was stressful. It's quick. Uh, I think that's probably one of the good things about that show is that the breakups happen and they're pretty mm-hmm, clean. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, thanks. Yeah. I'm just going to walk you out to the limo now. <laughs> Good. And then I'll never see you again. <laughs> uh, whereas in real life, you know, it's Until like this, women tell all. It's or this back and forth thing. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, but who gets the dog? Like, can I, you know, like <laughs> all that stuff in real life. Whereas down there, it's like, bye. And bye, you don't talk to them done. again. Right. Yeah. So, so it wasn't, it wasn't so hard. I mean, it wasn't like your typical breakup, it, obviously. Right. Like it's, a, it's more emotional than you would think in that short of a time, but you get over it quicker too. Right. Because you never really knew them. You don't have their number to just like text them and be like, hey, where are you? Oh, you don't even are have you, each other's numbers? Are you up? Like um, you don't, oh, I guess none of you are on your phones during Yeah, you don't have phones, you don't right, have internet, you don't right. have TV, you don't have anything. So, be honest. You have to yeah. be honest because this is no filter. Yeah, no did you <laughs> Did you go on the show as what Chris Harrison would say for the right reasons or were you on there to further your music career because if oh, it was yeah. me I would have fur- gone on to like further my my brand well you know like <laughs> everyone that goes on the show now they realize like and Caitlin Bristow did a TED talk on this like I think I actually I think I saw that you, one they realize look if you go on the show and and you're popular on the show and you do well you go on multiple shows look what if, if, if you sell car insurance from a cubicle or if you're a model or a country music right. singer or whatever you are it's going to elevate what you do and, and the exposure that you have to the rest of the world. Right, right. Okay, and so, I mean, people would be silly not to, you know, realize that they have a platform, accept that, own it, yeah. and do something positive with it. Have, you know, start a charity, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, have have some type of positive message, mm-hmm. whatever you're going to do, take it and be frugal or, uh, you know, be smart and take advantage of it. But right. at the same time, 
you should still be vulnerable as a person and and, and know what you're getting into yes. and say, look, I'm in this for a relationship regardless of what happens after that. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what my career is or isn't coming into it. If you can really find that true, your true self and, and be that person in a relationship, mm-hmm. then that's all you can ask. That's yeah. all the audience yeah. should be able to ask for. For sure. But the funny thing is that I've learned is that the audience and like even the creator of the show, like they're really, um, on thin ice about that whole right reasons thing. So if you, yeah. if you are say an actor or somebody that's mm-hmm. in the entertainment business where your your clientele or your your audience is your business, mm-hmm. then it then immediately they want to raise a red flag and say, well, logically you must be there because you just want more fans, right. you want more fans or whatever. Well, I'm, like, yeah. I'm like, is that's like discriminating against somebody like me? Is like, well, regardless of what fans I do have or don't have um, because honestly they're not even that great they're fans of the show they're not fans of my music you know so it's a different crowd Um, but I can still have whatever career I'm having if I'm an astronaut a country music singer Mm -hmm. or I sell software I can go on that show and mm-hmm. just be truly myself. Yeah. You know? And yeah. of course, there are people that come on there and they're not authentic and all that. Right, right, um, right, right. Because that's all they're thinking about. But if you have the right intentions, then you should be able to do whatever your career is and not be discriminated right. for it. So. Because, well, you were already doing music before. The, I mean, you were doing yeah. music before, but it obviously, I mean, you can't, it, 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 it oh, escalated. Right. right. So then after. Right. When people in Sacramento had never heard of me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, after the show, I can go to Sacramento, I can go to Charleston, or I can go to New York, and people knew my name. Right, right. And and then you're, you know, obviously that's part of the, the, the residual business effect of it, and that's great and everything, but that's not why you go on the show or right. why you're being honest with yourself about your feelings on the show, right. and it shouldn't be. But, right. Yeah. But I also think, like, a small part, like, if I was going to go on the show, like, a small part of me is like, oh, this could further my brand. Like, I, oh, I, absolutely. I would absolutely... I I think everybody should understand. If you don't understand that, like, yeah. I, w- I would give props to a person who would come on the show and be like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and prove a point, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to ever open my Instagram back up. I'm going to keep it complete. Yeah. I'm going to stay yeah. off of social media. I'm yeah. going to go on the show, and then nobody can ever argue with me about, <laughs> right. like, why I was on there, if I was on there to be more famous. But I also think, like, it's all TV shows are all about ratings and getting the most viewers. Oh, so they're going to make you look like an not you, but, like, they're going to make someone Somebody. look like you're on the wrong re- for the wrong reason. Exactly. But anyway. You, you, need the, you need the controversy. Right. You need the. So, yeah. okay. So speaking of controversy, actually, we, right. we're, in, we're, we're in Winter Games. So we yeah. go to Winter Games. And uh, you got some bad bad press about some stuff recently with, yeah. with I can't remember In like 10 name. seconds. Stassi? Yeah, 10 seconds. Yeah, what happened there? So why don't you just set the record straight? Um, yeah, so obviously it's a pilot show for all of us back on there. Mm-hmm. They bring it, we decided to bring in international people, so we're mm-hmm. like, oh, let's see how this goes yeah. in the Bachelor world. So, you know, we go on there and we're, we only filmed this whole show. We're filming for like eight, maybe ten days total. Oh, it's that short? Exactly. <laughs> ten days total, maybe at the most. Okay, because there's about three days in a hotel or four days before. Then there's about three days in a hotel after filming. So then we wow. were gone for like two weeks and then filmed for like ten days. So um, anyway, so that's that. a lot of people don't understand that one. Then two, um, you go through it and, uh, you know, some relationships are going to 
kind of work in that right. short period of time. Like some, there's going to be a spark maybe for somebody um, at best and other ones won't. Right. And they all have their different timelines of not working out and yeah. people realizing be like, okay, I was interested in you as a person, but like we're not going to end up together. Right. You know, right. so it's all different. It's when does that happen? <laughs> so, right. um, so for some people it was like, oh, I'm going to get engaged on Bachelor Winter Games Tell All or whatever. Right. You know, to this, a guy from, oh, Mo- a guy from Montreal gets yeah. engaged to a girl from Sacramento. Yeah. What was, I mean, you know, and they days. were both off the show in like two days or whatever. Right, but right. Then that, and then they have their chance to have a Neil Lane, you know, $80,000 ring and get engaged on TV. And right. then... And then want to call people out for the right reasons and project that back on other people, like, on the show. And that's cool, whatever, If that's your thing. But if that's your thing. Um, But anyway, so that's one way to do it. You can just tell the whole world that I'm actually going to get engaged to this person. And and Are they still together? No. They were were maybe five weeks after the show. Oh, I I didn't keep up with them. But they... Then they called off their engagement. Not even six weeks after. (laughs) They called off their engagement. And then so did the people that were the gold medal winners of it. Oh, um, Ashley and uh, Ashley, well, she's Ke- Ashley and Kevin. Are you so happy I for lo- her? And Jared? I love, I love Ashley and Kevin as people. They did the show too. They were together at the end of the show. They ran sweet. with it, yeah. and that's great. And they had some interest in each other and all. And I'm, and I was cool with that. Um, but now Ashley's engaged back to I'm Jared. So, that's which so exciting. Is, that's great. I love that. Yeah. They've been, this has been going for like three years back and forth. Are we going to be together? Not be together? Yeah, whatever. Yeah. So like that's a full circle moment for them. The rest of the Bachelor Nation, honestly, everybody's like happy to see that. that. Right. They're like real and they figured that out yeah. between all the shows and distractions. So that's great. Um, but you know, I think Kevin is he's probably gonna be back on another spinoff yeah, show. Yeah, probably, yeah. And but I love Kevin, he's like one of my good friends now and uh firefighter in Toronto and he was on the Can- Canadian Bachelorette and all that stuff. Oh, so, oh, oh, okay. Is so anyone he won still Canadian together? Bachelorette? Oh he did? And then they broke up. So he was engaged to the Canadian Bachelorette. Got it. They broke okay. up. Then they cast it in for Bachelor Winter Games. Then he ended up with Ashley at the end of that. And then now I believe, you know, if I'm guessing, uh, he'll probably end up with somebody at the end of Bachelor in Paradise. Right. That, oh, yeah. Oh, I guess you're not. That's being fit. Like, that's, you're not on that, that right no, now. No, that's you're like definitely right, not there that's right like now. That's like about to come out this summer. Right. That's what so I that's thought. that's kind of what I'm feeling like. I don't know. So are, I, that's, I, that's what you're feeling. You don't know anything, though. I just but, like Kevin. Yeah. He's, but so is anyone from Bachelor Winter Games still together? Uh. The Australian and the New Zealander. Okay, I don't remember them That's exactly. But Lily, her name is Lily. Oh, I do remember them. And she was from New Zealand. And they were traveling in like an RV or something yeah. for a while. Yeah, and they were yeah. great. Cute couple. They're still together. Right. Spending, I think they're mostly in LA now. Um, he's also like TV, film producer himself. Okay, cool. And some stuff. So anyway, that, that are the only ones oh, out nice. of like four couples that ended right. together, five. They're the only ones that are still together. So, so your situation, was it simply like the feelings weren't really there and you ended it? Like, why was there yeah, such no, a thing about you? My situation was, and it got elevated because it's a TV show, right? Mm-hmm. You're, like, riding in a horse carriage through the snow. And people <laughs> How are can like, you not fall in love? They're like, oh, my gosh, it's so snow, <laughs> Cinderella and a snow globe of a thing. And like I said, it's 10 days. We have two dinners together. I did... You know, have a genuine. Put myself out there. We had this yeah. genuine connection about some, you know, just some backstory of our life and stuff. Right, and, right. Uh, it was there. You know, but then it's like two dinners in, and you're kind of like, okay, well, how about the third or fourth dinner? Am I going to fly to Stockholm, Sweden to have that third dinner? That's true. Or are you going to fly back to Nashville, halfway around the world, and then, like, let's hash it out and keep going to the fourth and fifth date? Right. You know, or are you like, hey, you know, this was great. I hope that I gave you 
this this great experience of your first time in the United States. You came in in a weird way to be on a TV show. You introduced to me some random American guy that you've never met in right. your life. Yeah. I hope that I was able to treat you like a gentleman. And you know the fact that our lives are very different. We did have a connection, but not enough to like pursue this in the right. outside world. So like, let's and like go, mutually, yeah. Understand. Let's just go our separate ways. And right. we had that talk, but it wasn't on camera. Ah. So then, once it's not on camera, then that's free game to do with whatever. So they just wanted to produce like, that however you want like, to produce that. Just like do all all the press was negative about it. They just want to like rip you up. Like, yeah, and I didn't know why, or I didn't know that that was even coming. Didn't expect that. Um, but that's that's you know because this quote unquote term ghosting is like a, oh, yeah they did a, say you it's like a it's a big like pop culture term yeah. these days like yeah. oh ghosting ghosting so they just like they found an opportunity that, yeah, that could be yeah. pulled on me and the fact that it's more boring for me to just have like a mutual agreement with her at the end of filming and be like hey yeah so things aren't working out yeah. and I'm not gonna fly to Stockholm you're not no, gonna come just, not it's, just, it's, it's okay <laughs> So, but that's would be way more boring than be like, uh, oh, course. well, he, the the guy that everybody thought was this awesome yeah, guy, he yeah. just ghosted this girl from Sweden, and she's such a sweetheart. Did he really not take her number though? You should have like asked for her number. No, I there was a group text for the whole cast, and I oh, see for the whole cast member after, and I put her number into the rest of the group text for her because she wasn't even in the group text. Yeah. And I said, I said I'll add you into the group text so everybody can like chat with you right. or whatever. And they and we were like, of course, you're like a DM and a number is basically the same difference. When Right. You're, when you're international, it doesn't really matter. You're on WhatsApp. You're not like, you're not like calling them and being like, "Hey, let me, you know, let's, I'll, I'll meet you down at the Starbucks tomorrow morning." It's like you're in another country, right? Like this is so it's right. like a little bit awkward. But yeah, I checked on her when she got home, make sure she made it yeah. all right. We were like texting each other, like "Happy New Year," like "Hope you hope things are doing great for you," right, like that so. kind of stuff. And then because of, they took advantage of her language barrier and whatever, and being like, "Oh, oh I didn't see him again," you know, and yeah. her, not be, her being maybe a little bit limited and and her way of expressing herself and then they were like oh well hmm, okay well like, it sounds like, like maybe that guy ghosted her I was like yeah. wow and so then this guy ran with even though it's funny it's because you were going to be the bachelor I thought you were going to be the bachelor <laughs> uh, did you too yeah every, did you every, want to be everybody thought I was going to be were you like excited about that the producers thought I was going to be I swear I even feel like there was like some poll and it was like 98% yeah. Luke and like 2% Nick was Nick yeah. Nick was the one with yeah. you right yeah. so are you were you I guess you're not bummed anymore were you bummed about it at the time like or? I was just bummed because I was led to believe something in the real world that wasn't on TV so I was like well right. okay on TV you get the rug pulled out from underneath you at any time that's just the way TV is it's, right. it's supposed to be that way right. I was like in the real world like let's have some like gentleman agreements like come to terms saying let me right. plan, plan my life for a little bit oh, like, you really thought you were going to be it I had a yeah they purchased a plane ticket for me to fly out sent me the confirmation I was checked in to the flight to go out and film the live show then on a Monday evening in LA we had meetings the next morning it was Sunday night at like 11 p.m. when I got a phone call and I already really? had like my literally like my bags were in my car I was like going to the airport at 9 a.m. the next morning oh to God. go to LA and they were like uh anyway we had some changes over the weekend ABC called and you're not gonna be it so damn we and look at Nick he's not even so I was just like right wow glad that <laughs> thanks for like just like the next three months of my life were just um on hold oh, so because you were probably of this. like 
Yeah, I cleared my yeah, calendar. Yeah. Like, told, like my family, got everything, all my business, like work stuff arranged. That somebody was taking care of it. Did all. This oh stuff. my gosh. So I was just annoyed from that standpoint, not the fact that right oh, more annoying. I wasn't the right that. guy. Maybe they had a better TV show or better ratings that they thought was somebody else. Whatever, I can understand that, but just tell me that. Like, don't like. Shit. Yeah, I didn't realize I like, that. I was like, that was the rough part for me. But they but probably wanted anyway. Nick. He's like the villain or whatever. Yeah, like, I guess so. And it right. You know, it, whatever. It that's work out for that's their yet, choice, and they have to create great TV and however they do that is their prerogative I don't know that world but um, anyway it was just kind of like rough on me personally oh. but anyway but then you, you got through it obviously yeah we bounced it, back and you just figured so are you going to be on another Bachelor show tell us I, you know it's one of those things you can't say yes or no we continue to talk you know every season there's mm-hmm. another show that comes yeah. up now they just <laughs> I just saw the premiere of this show that um where Jesse Palmer is the host. This is also a Bachelor spinoff. I don't know if you saw The Proposal? It. It, yeah, the It is proposal. the worst show I've ever so seen. So now you're like in a pageant phase. Yeah, it's not. Pageant don't, format. Don't do it, Luke. Don't. No, I'm not saying that I would do that. But I'm just saying like <laughs> they keep adding more and more like oh. different, different types of spinoffs. The Proposal is one of them. Winter Games is one of them. Oh, oh I see. Okay, yeah. And so you're always in that loop of saying, oh, so you'll, you'll, well, are you single now? Right. Like, are you available? Oh, like, would you like to segue. come? Oh, like, Are you single? Uh, yes, right now I'm single. But are you actually, or are you just saying it? <laughs> no, I was. <laughs> if I wasn't lot. actually, and I said I was, yeah, I, I would be by the end of the day. <laughs> Wait, so you are I'm... single, so, because a lot of people want to know that. So what, um, what are you looking for? What's your, like, what's your type? I just, I, you know, I, I'm really turned on by somebody who's, like, independent and very goal-oriented and, like, very... Um, self-motivated with their mm-hmm. own life and their own goals, right. and like if I can, if I can come alongside you, and 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 do life with you, and like cheer you on, and like that, and be inspired also by you, and like right. be like, oh my god, like you're like killing it at yeah. life, you know, yeah. and I'm inspired by that every day. I want to like, I want that to rub off on me a little bit. Like that's the kind of thing that I really, I really love. And then you know, I mean. Obviously, I've learned also that there's like the not you know the intangibles of like physical chemistry and those things. Sometimes somebody can be beautiful, you can be attracted to, to each other, but there's like physical chemistry is just not exactly right or something. Right, like, right. And those things you don't expect, you don't know, and but you're like, well, it, it's either right or it's not. You know, yeah. you just have to kind of feel it. So, I'm I'm uh, I'm finding my way through it. Um, you don't have like a set type, really. Then it's like not like you're like uh, blonde no. hair, blue eyes. Like you're not. Like, I don't know. My mom, my mom would probably tell say otherwise. I'll say like, hi to your mom. Whatever. Maybe she's listening. Maybe hey mom. Hey Suze. Hey Suze. This is called a podcast. <laughs> it doesn't have to do with anything with like green beans or peas or anything like that. Like <laughs> it's just where people talk online. Oh, she's not and you super log, tech savvy. And you log in. Suze will get no, you there. No, we'll get you. Learned, but I will tell you though what Suze is learning. She's learning how to stalk on Instagram. Oh, does she? So she if I mention it. somebody's name, then I'm like, I'm like, oh, you know, I was talking to her. I'm kind of interested. In oh, her. she was like, all over that. We had, we had dinner with whoever. She'll hit him up on Instagram and just <laughs> stalk back. I'm like, mom. I love her. Yeah, Wait, yeah. so how has dating been since the show? I imagine it was very different pre-Bachelorette. Oh, yeah. I mean, our girls just like, like, like just waiting. Yeah, because like, you're kind of like a cartoon character after yeah. the show, you know, like. <laughs> You can you can you can be you know a douchebag in actual real life, but people will still want to give you attention. They still I like mean, you because yeah. you're on TV or whatever. So you have to you know honestly, I'm glad that I did this like when I was 30 because I was more mature and able to have like a little bit more kind of self-centered, like not self-centered, but I was more grounded. I guess what I'm yeah, yeah, to say. yeah, like, yeah, yeah, centered and mature yeah. about it. Yeah, and 
if I had done this when I was like 25 or something, I think that it would have it would have been a lot worse for like my ego and just trying yeah. to deal with that. Oh, so you did it at, th- how old are you? You're, I'm 33 three? now. You're 33. Yeah. So oh, I did oh, it when I was 31. Yeah, I'm old now, I'm old. I mean, no, I'm 32. I'm, I just, I didn't, I didn't realize. <laughs> I'm okay. getting, I mean, I'm not, I'm not Ari, I'm not Ari old, but you know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting there. He's a lot of there. grays. He's a lot of gray hair. I mean, I, like, I, I get my like color, he's, but he's he like Richard like, Gere of Bachelor World. <laughs> Like that, Ari is. But love him. We love him. He's like full right? gray fox. No, he's great. Uh, so, great so okay. So dating now, like when you meet someone, are you? Because I imagine when you, yeah. you have a lot of, you're on tour right now, right? You're yeah. doing like a tour. Yeah. Okay, so tonight, like, are you gonna have girls like that? Like at where are we? Irish cowboy. Um, are you gonna have girls like up no. in your face? I'm and like, then, I'm like old news. Like, oh, probably, they don't I mean, even care. No, they'll probably be like. Somebody's somebody's mom will be there, you know, whatever. <laughs> like, I watched on the show. Like somebody's grandma, you know. So whatever. Um, no, it's. I think that I did go through a learning curve after the show, being mm-hmm. like, okay, look, be very deliberate about who you date because now you're this TV cartoon character also, and who you were before is still there. So right, find that and find somebody who just believes in who you really are and not just this TV character. Right. So okay. that, that was a little bit difficult for me at first. I was, I would imagine. you know, I, you know, I first, actually the first girl I actually dated after the show was a girl who was supposed to be on my season or whatever. Ah. Then it got switched out. She'd already like got the whole introduction thing. Like got me a gift for the first night Aww. to like whatever. And she was, was like. Was it cheesy or was it a cute gift? Like, I mean. It, like, like was, was pretty, it like a fucking pretty. chicken costume or like? Well, it was no, it was better than a chicken costume. It was actually <laughs> it was actually a jackalope, like a no, what? a jackalope. You know what those are? Like the, the the rabbit that has the deer horns. I don't know what that is, but I'm I'm yeah, I'm excited. Do you guys know? <laughs> it's a rat. So it's a it's like this mythical creature that's okay, like okay. very like country redneck kind of thing. Okay, it's, okay. It's like a jackrabbit that has deer horns. Okay. And like, it's Aww. a mythical creature. So I forget the story or whatever about it, but she like engraved my name on it and all that stuff. Mm. <laughs> I was like, whatever. So did you end up taking it But anyway, she was like, hey, so like, me and my mom are driving through Nashville. I was supposed to be on the show and meet you. And it's like, so could we just come meet you anyway? I was like, yeah, sure, I'm down. <laughs> so like, I'm, we met and like, she was, she was a cute girl and her mom's sweet and like, you know, I was like, oh, this is interesting. Maybe this is supposed to happen this way. I don't know. Yeah. Um, then a couple months later, we see each other in Florida for like a charity event, yada, yada, yada. So then anyway, we started dating. We dated right. for about three months through the oh. winter. But it turned out like I didn't go through the process of trying to figure out like what kind of person she was before okay. we started dating. And she was like very vindictive type of person. So like when we broke up, she ended up like doing this like YouTube like video. Oh, and, like, okay. You know, had emojis on popsicle sticks and stuff, and was like, "I'm just gonna give advice column for all those girls out there. I'm not gonna name any names, but like, if I want to protect you from like bad guys like Luke Pell, <laughs> <but, laughs> you know, she or whatever." Crazy. I was like, "Damn, okay. like, okay, let's just, no, you know, so no is that, reservations." Is that yet. all? That's the only person you've dated, like? Uh, no, that was like the first person. Oh, that's I dated. first person. Yeah, that after, was 2016. Okay. The first oh. Oh, like okay, the winter okay. of 2016. Got it, got um, it. Into like January of 2017, and that was that. And then um, have you dated anyone since? I did. And so then I, I learned from that lesson. Um, was going to go on Bachelor in Paradise uh, last year, last uh-huh. season. Um, was set to do that. And I met somebody um, out in L.A. Right. And uh, 
she was completely different than that. She was like way more uh, just very collected mm -hmm. and not overly dramatic and kind of knew what she wanted in life and all these things. And I was like, oh my God, like I'm super attracted. We had a, a background that was very similar. Oh, okay. And we were like on the same wavelength. And right. so we started dating. I turned down, I, I, I bailed out of the show. I didn't take the show. Because of her? But yeah, because of her. Oh. Like, I mean, that was like a month after we had met. And I was like, I'm not doing the show. We started, we dated um, for like six months of 2017 through okay. the summer and everything. It was like long distance and stuff. So it was back and forth. But um, anyway, we did break up in the fall of last year. Um, a couple months after we broke up, they called about Winter Games. Ah, I see. Then I went on Winter Games. Then I was like in this like, this, this just spiral of like, okay, what am I doing in my life? I can't, I'm not. I, I can't like have anything with this girl from Stockholm, Sweden. Right. Like this is right. ridiculous. So right. like let me, and then I called my ex, and then like we're, oh. like, then we were back together. Oh. Like, we tried to go round two for like four or five months. How did round two work? It was just, you know like a lot of round twos work. Right. Like four or five they months, and then they're like, well, yeah, I guess <laughs> we're back to where we were, square one. But was right, was this out. ex the one that you were with? The one that you just spoke about? After no, the one oh, after another, the show, another. that was just a, that was a three month thing got way it, got back, it, got it. Okay. like 2016, and this was like six months. So when did you that. guys break up? Uh, officially, like, uh, let's see, like May, like six, eight weeks ago. Oh, so you're like very new on the market. Like, yeah. So yeah. you're, so are you on yeah. like Tinder and Bumble and all that shit? Or like, uh, what I'm is on, your... I'm on Bumble BFF, you know. <laughs> Bumble BFF. <laughs> Bumblebee. Okay, okay. So, yeah. are you like on Bumble right now, like in Houston? I mean, not right it, now, it, but yeah, like in was, Houston. Like, are you trying to like? Yeah. Like, I was swiping ahead of. I always swipe ahead of time before <laughs> I get to the city. You know, it's like right. preemptively, like, hey, I'm coming into Houston seven one three. I'm gonna swipe some people. I don't really do that. I don't really do that. I'm not on Bumble. I'm not on Raya. Oh, I'm you're not, actually not on I'm any. Not of on it. Tinder. No, I'm not. On oh, oh. So how do you meet girls? Starbucks. I mean, how you well, there's a Starbucks right here. Yeah, I'm gonna go next door and meet some people here after this. Yeah, <laughs> Is that really how they're like just randomly like you're not like you're not on the prowl. You're just like yeah, no, I the, I hate the prowl. I I like to just live my life and right, right. If somebody keeps popping up in your life and you know it seems like it's the, there that you can't then, deny it. They're right. like, wow, I think there's something there. You know, got it. Kind of take it from there. So, like, have any of your fan, your fans, or whatever at? I don't, I don't know. Why I put quotes around that. Yeah, Is that great. offensive? Yeah, quote unquote <laughs> fans. <laughs> <laughs> Did that offend you? Are you no, never going to come back to Ashtag No Filter? I'm hard. I'm hard to offend. <laughs> so are any of your, 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 uh, yeah, your fans at like mm -hmm. Irish Cowboy Night, do you typically have girls that are like, Luke, Luke, like, take me home. <laughs> take me home. <laughs> yeah, yeah there's not. always people that want to go home with anybody, you know, um, and, yeah. and in my, depending on the, the vibe, you might do no, that. No, I, I know. I hate that. Honestly, <laughs> I don't like that at all. I do not like that. Um, yeah, but you know, leave that to like this. If one of my guitar players is single or something, you know, they can party. They party after the show. Yeah, yeah. I just like this is that's work for me though. Honestly, like I don't. I try. I don't like to mix like work. And right, 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 right. Social, really. I mean, some people maybe like the Rolling Stones did in the '70s. You know, like they're like, oh, let's 
let's like black out and like just party and right like but if you're shows. performing and you're doing your but thing like, yeah i'm not keith richards like i'm just i'm just a guy like i come in play my shows like i'm trying to you know you know do something that i love and and have uh, you know good reputation be a great guy play, right play country music and and go home you know and yeah right so speaking of you so you remind me of it i know i read this in your thing something like you're are you are, are you like a country rock artist like huh. would you say because you're not are you just because i listen to a couple of your songs yeah. i'll to my research <laughs> but are you, no i had listened to them before yeah i swear, I swear. but i swear <laughs> yeah but are you're kind of like a like a um like a garth brooks meets luke bryan yeah, I think, I mean, we um, we have a high energy show. Like, yeah. You know, because we play a lot. Like, should of, we come tonight to the show? I mean, if you'd like to have fun. I, I mean, I, I like I, fun. I would I probably like want to, yeah, I'd probably come down there. <laughs> uh, no, we, yeah, we have a high energy show. Um, and, like, you know, Garth Brooks is one of my guys that, like, from the time I was a little kid, he was very inspirational to me. Yeah. He was a country well, artist. The, I mean, he was, like, flying on cables and, like, you know, do he that? was, like, doing this rock star thing as a country artist. And I thought that was cool, you know. Um, and so did a lot of millions of his fans. Uh, really, yeah, really yeah. connected with it. It was something different. But, um, no, I don't I don't have a, a dedicated cable part of my show or That's anything where I, like, float That's around. That's too bad. Yeah, I think Pink is the only one doing that right now. <laughs> Pink's out there flipping around on Irish cables. Cowboy doesn't have those. Yeah, the Irish Cowboy, <laughs> we weren't able to get a cable rig together for that. But, uh, no, I think that, uh, yeah, it's... It's it's funny. That's why I love this the music thing for me is it's like it's a vulnerable place to be because it's an evolution of who you are. Like you really like put yourself into your music, into your yeah. show. You find the most authentic piece of you, mm-hmm. and that's what fans end up relating to, 100%. and that's what they like. Is like, what are you authentic about? Like, what what are you real and raw about in your yeah. life? And that yeah. and I think that's just you kind of ride that out and see what you will become because you don't even really know. There's like some mystery in it for you. Like, mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to be next year, what song I'm going to write, you know, next week or how things are going to pan out. You know, you right. just kind of keep working in this progression toward whatever that is, whatever your goal is of just finding yourself and being true to yourself and connecting with your fans and, and uh, yeah, see where that goes. And I feel like you've been, you've like tried, you've been authentic since like, since the, the show, like since yeah. you were on TV, like, and as you mentioned earlier, but Caitlin Bristow, like when I see her stuff, like she is so authentic. Like she Absolutely. is, so, she's had those TED talks and she's yeah, huge like, respect for them. Yeah, yeah. I just like, I, that's because a lot of people, aren't so it's mm-hmm. like it's it's rare when you find that but yeah. okay so now before we wrap up even though i i just want you to be here you know just like yeah, talk to the microphone forever yeah. but i have some so i don't know if it's like rapid fire or quick fire or what the hell it's called but it's like whatever comes to your mind yeah. first you got to answer like I gut love, instinct this is like, like my favorite i love this oh good well you have a lot coming your way <laughs> okay so we're gonna start easy and then we'll, we'll get right. into the hard stuff okay ocean or mountains mountains no Ocean, oh. sorry. Well, that wasn't a gut instinct. I mean, you just... No, it really love. was. No, like, I, well, I, I had two different inspirations for that. Mountains are prettier than the ocean is, but I feel more at home okay. on a beach. Okay, so I was going to ask you next, lake or ocean, I guess, the ocean. Yeah, ocean. I love a beach. Like, yeah. it's funny, like, the, I've gotten very, like, sensory motivated in the last several years where, mm-hmm. like, I just, I want to feel and be 
in a, in my, this happy place. I'm always mm-hmm. wanting to be there. Mm-hmm. I've, I've dealt with anxiety and stuff like that. Wait, can we stuff. talk about that for a second? Sure. Have you? Are you? Are, I'm. I'm like. I. I'm very open about my anxiety on my yeah. Instagram and my. So are you? Do you? Do you have oh, anxiety? Absolutely. Still? Yeah. Are you on medicine? No, I'm not. Oh, which I is, am. But I recommend. Well, it. I mean, I've been on. You know, I've done the Xanax <laughs> thing and stuff. I'm on Zoloft. Is that similar? I've never. No, been on Zoloft. Xanax you take like in the moment, like when you're like mm-hmm. anxious, like if Zoloft's you're anxious. Like more Zoloft, Zoloft, I take every day. But I, I, yeah, I mean, periodic. I suffer from anxiety, and I, yeah. I was resistant to it. So you, you've dealt with like anxiety, like yeah, heart palpitations, sure. like. Yeah, well, because um, for me it was funny. It was ironic, but. Um, so I was in the military all those years, went to Afghanistan, yada, 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 through all these things. Right. And it didn't really shake me. I was fine emotionally and all, all these things. And then um, after I was done, I had almost six months left in my uh, military commitment. Mm-hmm. Just very standard job back training back in El Paso, Texas. And I had my wisdom teeth out, went to my buddy's wedding in Florida, came home. And like a week later, um, I like passed out. And out of, I'm like 26 years old, best shape of my From life. From the wisdom teeth? I didn't know. I just passed out. So I went to the ER, and they like rushed me into like the cardiologist, and like they're like, yeah, your heart, you're in heart failure right now. And uh, so how like, old were you? I was 26, and and so like they sent a scope up through my groin into my heart. They're like, oh, there's no blockage, but it looks like you've had like a like caught a rare viral infection or whatever. Oh your heart's like, swollen. Your lungs are like filling up. You're suffocating on your own fluid and your lungs and all that stuff. And so they're like, I don't know if you're gonna make it through the night, and uh, call your parents, call your family, who are you? Wait, wait, you thought like you were, you could have died? Yeah, I was in ICU. I was like 26 years old in a VA hospital in El Paso, Texas, and uh, oh I. Oh my god! And so they're like, yeah, I don't think you're, you're probably not gonna make it. We'll flip a coin. Like that's like the, the we don't know. It's 50-50 if you'll make it or not, because um, there's nothing we can, no surgery we can do, no. Oh my gosh! And it's just like we have to wait this out, see if your body will fight it off. So anyway, so uh, I made it through the night um, and then what? but then I had this like this long year long process of actual um, physical therapy for that and then your heart mm. has like three different factors of like electrical timing um, oh and like gosh. all those different you know the pipeline or whatever the different wait did you end up of, having a surgery or what happened? no there was no surgery because it was just like a virus and like my heart was just swollen and then the virus passed my body fought it off and it goes back to normal but slowly because it's such an intricate organ you know oh my god um, so anyway so I could spend like a year just of actual physical rehab for that um, and then started you know got off the medication mm-hmm. and stuff from that point forward and they were like hey you know everything the the Function is back to 100%. You might have like a little tick in your EKG that's not exactly what right. we consider standard, but everything for the most part looks fine. Go on with your life, whatever. Oh my god! So then I start going forward, but now I've got this PTSD from that experience uh, because yeah, because it's like this uh, a dog chasing its tail mm-hmm. of like this heart palpitation thing. You're like, oh, am I having a reoccurring issue or what's right. happening? And it's just like anxiety or stress, but now you're like very sensitive to it. And you go into these panic attacks because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, maybe this is coming back and getting me again. Even though you know, it's like one in a million chance that you had it in the first place. And right. it's really anxiety, but your mind just can't, oh my God. Just can't battle it. Oh, so you so like... That, that became my anxiety thing that would periodically happen over... Like it's been seven years now since that happened. So, so like, you haven't had... Ex- you haven't... Or you have I have anxiety. anxiety. I still have anxiety. But attacks. you haven't had that. But you I haven't, haven't like been in ICU in seven years since that episode. Oh or my god. So, yeah. So anyway, so that was that's been like the biggest like challenge over the last seven years is like being very, it's trying to like continue with a normal life but not let anxiety like change my life or like 
lessen so when you say anxiety because i i understand this so much yeah. when you say anxiety are you like heart racing um yeah. sweaty palms like like shaking yeah, like a little feeling bit like hey do i need to call like 911 yeah call my like parents a pan- a panic like, attack. like but, yeah like who who do i need to call because i'm not gonna make it tonight like that kind of even anxiety. though oh my and that's even still though, like you get that sometimes oh yeah it comes up every few months or something like you know uh-huh. But you start, but your logic, which is so slow, I'm like, how dumb am I, like, to not be able to control my mind? But, but you can. You can't, you can't control that. It's really you can't weird. Control it. So, because you're like, it, over it, the years, I'm like, well, it's been seven years since Right, it right. So, every year that goes by, I'm like, well, okay, it's been this long, so I must be fine. And so, you like, go but back to this it, very it, basic it, logic, but then comes. you still feel yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. There, when I was in, uh, in college in Boston, I had two times panic attacks that yeah. were so debilitating that I went to the ER. Sure. And I'm like something's wrong with me and then every time like, I was in the ER so anytime yeah. a trauma came in like someone's yeah. bleeding I'm like it's my heart it's rate. so they wouldn't let me yeah. go like they yeah. wouldn't let me leave and I, I don't have panic attacks anymore hopefully knock on wood but I have I'm on yeah. Zola but I, I get anxiety like yesterday I, yeah. I hadn't had it in so long and like your heart's racing and mm-hmm. you feel like you're dying yeah basically. exactly but people that don't Freaking have out. it don't get it yeah like, no I like no I, one gets it I would it. be if, very before it happened to me I would have been very insensitive oh be like, yeah I'd be like you know I'm like tough military guy like, yeah. like suck it up like why are you so like like week like just get your mind it's a mind thing just get over it you know but now after it became a reality for me I'm like wow well I understand when people with depression and anxiety are yeah. going through it's it firsthand. It's, it's not. You and can't control it. It's all in your... You can't just it, no. switch off the subconscious brain. Like, you can't mm-hmm. have 100% control of it at all mm-hmm. times. You can't. So No. Really oh, my weird. God. You're... you're wow. Have you let you... So, you're open about that, obviously. Yeah. Really? Yeah, absolutely. People probably appreciate that. Because whenever I even say the smallest thing on Instagram or whatever about anxiety, people are right away, like, responding, oh, my God. Like, yeah, yeah. T- like people have... More people than we than we know sure. suffer from. Well, I think it's a growing number, too, because of our culture and our you know everybody's getting a leash uh, attached with their yeah, phones yeah. and with other people and right. with relationships and everything's at your thumbs and completely it becomes like this internal connection to you and yeah. you cannot break away from it no and it's, it's, find it's, a peaceful spot so I think that's I think it's important for people to keep you know for their own health to keep um, some meditation some type yeah. of you know yeah. faith to keep something where they can find a peaceful spot and be able to get there quick because yeah. the world that we're in is just like this storm of well it's everything's right at your fingertips it's stimulation negative or positive or whatever I've been but. reading recently I know we're supposed to be doing rapid fire but this is more yeah. exciting to me um, more important but I've been reading recently or watching videos of like former CEOs of Facebook sure. that are saying when they built Facebook and all these social media channels they were doing it to program us like the the dopamine hit you get from yeah. getting a notification right. is the same at, or slightly lower than like being on cocaine right like, exactly and it's and I'm totally addicted to my phone 100% sure. admit sure. it and it's it's but it's the cause I think of so much anxiety and so much of it what you're saying it it's, definitely feels that fire 100%. it's yeah and you're you're in it yeah. like you're in it more than any of us okay so now we're gonna go back to rapid fire we're gonna get back <laughs> to the fun stuff okay so oh um this is silly because yeah. it sounds so silly but, okay salty or sweet <laughs> I got a sweet tooth oh do you yeah, what's your really favorite do. candy mm, favorite candy Swedish God. fish do you get it no no do you get it? Do you get it though? Fish. But do you get the joke? Well, it would be if I was on Winter Games still. But I'm just let that go. <laughs> my friend actually was let like, you should have Swedish fish for Oh, him. my like, God. Oh, no. Wow, your friend, but, your friend is savage. Wow, listen to that. I know, right? That's I awesome. Know. Um, yeah. Wait, 
Um, okay, so you're, you're, wait, so what's your favorite, your sweet Man, I, I love uh, watermelon, Sour Patch Kids. Oh, like okay, so you like really kind great. of like a salty sweet. Yeah, or like a, like a, a sour. Yes, not sour salty, sweet. not salty. Okay, but I also um, like dark chocolate. I get that all the time because I feel like it's healthy for you. Kind of it thing. is, they it say is, dark chocolate it is. Healthy, so yes. Then I feel like emotionally like a clean <laughs> conscience about it, but I'm yeah. like, oh, it's also sweet and I love it. Right, so, okay, cool. So now, if you could have drinks or dinner or lunch, whatever yeah. your thing is, tequila, I guess, with anyone living or dead, who would it be? A uh, living or dead? Anyone. Uh, if I could have drinks with anybody, man, there's so many people that I would. Uh, oh my God, I don't even know what the first one would oh, be. Oh wow. Living or dead? What's more important, living or dead people? And this is where I overanalyze stuff. <laughs> um, what a drink! What a drinks lead to, you know. <laughs> If I'm if I'm in if they're living now, it can, I've asked it can this question like a, so many times and it's never been this response, and I love that you're like really analyzing yeah, you know, it. I like the really, I was a sociology major in college. Okay, okay, so it makes sense. And then the consulting sense. firm I worked for, we were even it was all psychology based stuff. Okay, so, like, so how about we do if you could have drinks with and living, who would it be? With living, yeah. Let's, let's do, do both. living. Let's okay. do living. Yeah, if it was living. Uh, you know, I think I would start with uh, Cuban, Mark Cuban. Ah, okay. I love his like tenacity. And yeah. He's like, uh, yeah. Chip on my shoulder. I don't care. Yeah. But at the same time, he just kills it at life and in business, and yeah. he's just very straightforward. And like, he's kind of like my spirit, is, spirit animal. Is he like yeah. your 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 not your like your? Not your I don't. Mentor, but, but like, I just love like, how he takes, you look up to how he takes on life, and it right. doesn't matter. It translates across whatever industry you're in. Like his just tenacity for life is just okay. amazing. Okay, love so, that. Yeah. And what about if someone who is Deceased, who would you uh, have yeah. drinks or dinner? Um, you know, for me, uh, like, uh, maybe have a beer with Jesus, you know? Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I don't know who else. <laughs> no, I like it. I like your answer. Tell me more you know, about I mean, not that. Every, not, not everyone would feel that way, but that's fine. No, uh, you, you would want to have, I don't know if he would drink, though. Well, he drinks wine. Okay, but not, not tequila. I don't know if Jesus would drink tequila. That's interesting. We'll have to ask him. I wonder if he would drink tequila. <laughs> I bet he wouldn't be opposed to no, it. No, I feel like he definitely wouldn't be opposed to I it. I mean, like, tequila is all natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, okay, good. that's a good answer. I've never gotten that answer. I've yeah. never... That's good. Okay, yeah. so now if someone was... If there was a Luke Pell movie, like the Luke Pell movie, who would play you? Yeah. Or who would you want to play you? Chris Pratt. Ah, I love Chris Pratt. Coming back with a snack. What's my snack? <laughs> Chris Pratt has the best Instagram. He's, <laughs> He's great. He, I love him. That's a great answer. Okay. Yeah. Now, okay, if tomorrow, or not tomorrow, today, if today there was a plane, a jet, right outside of where we are in Rice Village. Yes. To, and you were going to get on it, where would you go? If your bags were packed, money was no issue, like where would you go in the world? Bora Bora. Have you been? Peace. No, I'm in there. But you want you're I just. I want to go. They have those go. little houses with the glass yeah, floors yeah, on yeah. top of the water. You see the fish underneath there, and there's, a, yeah. Would you go alone or with a? Oh no! I, oh no! Definitely not go alone. <laughs> that would be weird, I guess, if you went alone. <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't be weird for like the Dalai Lama or whatever. He would go alone, you know. He's but you're kind of like the Dalai Lama. No, I'm not like the Dalai Lama at all. <laughs> No, I would go with I would go with somebody. You, you would want to go with somebody. Oh, absolutely. But right now you don't have a somebody. So who? Where would you go on that plane right now? Well, that means because Bora Bora can only go with somebody. Well, you just said that. So I. I would take somebody with me though. Oh, oh, not a somebody, not like a love, just like a friend. 
Yeah, like somebody who might be a love. I mean, maybe maybe after Bora Bora, they would be. They would be definitely a love. They would be loving everything. I mean, everything. you put somebody on a plane to Bora Bora, I mean, <laughs> there's things that are going to be going well after that. Probably. Okay, so Bora Bora, I like it. I like it. Yeah. Okay, now, what are your um, three, well, I mean, we've kind of talked about it, but your three most important qualities with like one word each um, in, a, in a girl, in a girl. Oh, and in a, in a, in a spouse or in a, a spouse, significant yeah. other. The three most important. Um, I think the the first is uh, perspective. Per- Ooh. Like if she has perspective and a worldview that that is big and large and, yeah. and, and understands the world, understands the people around her and why she's yeah living her life every day, that is the biggest one for me. Second beyond that, I think is probably uh, common sense. I love common mm, sense. Mm-hmm, like if you have street mm-hmm. smarts, if you're like, you know, you can figure figure out the, the Rubik's Cube of just day-to-day life. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And uh, third, I think I just somebody that's very... Um, Transparent, honest, yeah. vulnerable. You know, it's just like this is who I am, mm-hmm. and I will tell the whole world about it and be honest with you and the rest of the world. I love that. Wow, you're such a good guy. You didn't once say like, oh, like big boobs or like. <laughs> you can buy those on the weekend. It's not a big deal. Buy them on Friday and get them on Monday. That's what people are doing these days. Let's have a Botox party, whatever. Not a big deal. <laughs> Okay, best first date. You don't have to tell me the two, but what was the best first date? Oh, oh best first date? Bachelorette or whatever. Uh, a dog sled that was on wheels in the hills oh, okay. of Pennsylvania so and a hot tub in the middle of Pennsylvania. So what was the worst first date? No, that date? was with JoJo, which was funny. Oh, that was funny, JoJo? Which was funny because... Do you still like her? Because I think she's great. Yeah, she's cool. Like, we could have got along fine. But, but, that's, but, what, that, but um, that's whatever. What's that's his whatever. name? Jordan Rogers? What's yeah, his name? Yeah. Jordan Rogers. Yeah, Jordan Rogers. Is that his name? I Jordan guess. Rogers. I don't know. <laughs> Are you still bitter? About no, it? I'm fine. Should we call her? I'm just kidding. Okay. All right, okay, anyway. so worst first date. Right. Oh, worst so first date. So best was first sled. Yes, of course. I'm All a bachelor. Right. What was the worst first date? Um. Uh, I took a Tinder date one time before the TV show mm. happened. Tinder date with a school teacher. I thought it was gonna be cool. She was like a selfie ninja. Like she didn't look like, you know, like she didn't look like she really looked like. You know what I mean? Totally. And know that. yes. Like face. This is even before facing, so it was like a lot of skill. Like she didn't like face tune herself to death. She was just like really good angles. You know. So there was no what is it called of it like blemish or a. Uh, uh, yeah, they don't have the a smoothing. You can't whiten your teeth. You can't change your jawline. You can't make your booze bigger. You can't get your tan <laughs> fixed. You can't change your hair color, change your eye color, make your eyes larger, spread them apart. Like, Facetune is ridiculous. It's bad, like, though. They shouldn't put that make, shit on Facetune. You can I'm build a Tinder. person from scratch on Facetune, and you're like, who is this person? I don't know. They're the most beautiful person on the internet, but they're completely 100% Facetuned every time. Um, Damn. So anyway, no, this that was the word. It was just awkward. It was just not Yeah, good. it was like Tinder date, and then you're like, eh, whatever. I'm out of here. So what is your ideal first date? Like, drinks and dinner, or what? what? My ideal first date? Oh, man. I like to have something to do. Like, uh... Bowling. Maybe that's... No, no. Not, <laughs> mini like golf? The, like, the most undatey thing possible. Like, like... Like, I don't know. Like, let's... Um, like... Like an event. Oh, like a concert. Like, or, well, no, a not even thing. a concert. Like, I would rather go to, like, a charity gala. Okay, got it, got it. You know? So, okay. And be like, hey, let's go meet some people. Let's see how each other are in a public. Like, interact with other people, uh, right. Interact with other people. You're like... You're not. It's not all about you. It's not all about this date. It's not all about just each other. But, but it's there's like, not a charity gala every night. So what well, do you do? Well, there is somewhere. You just well, gotta go find one. You know, <laughs> just pick a charity and go find out when their gala is. 
don't know. I've okay. never even said that before, so I don't even know where that came this from. I a, just completely pulled that out of my ass just right now. But I so. feel like I feel like. But you, I think you, that's a good. It's your gut it's a good like. It's yeah, a, no, no, it's that a makes good sense. Petri dish of like going and understanding somebody. It's a first date, so it's gonna mm-hmm, kind of probably mm-hmm. be weird anyway. So Super it's like, weird. You, it's like might, an you might as well just let it go out there and just be yourself and not be focused so much on each other. I agree. Because that's what makes awkward first dates is when you're too focused on each other and you're just kind of like, yeah, very, like you're trying not to be too into it, but to be into it enough so they think you're into right. it. Right. It's like you're but overthinking then you're, but everything. Then you're like, well, I need to play hard to I get. I feel like you're so an overanalyzer. They'll like me more if I'm kind of a hard to get. But then, like, if I'm but if I'm too hard to get, then they're gonna be like, oh, he doesn't like me at all. So then you have to like walk this line of being like a gentleman. Like, I'm gonna text you tomorrow, but not too soon. I'm gonna get you flowers, but not too soon, <laughs> and be an asshole and not get them at all either. So, you don't like, have to get flowers for a girl after the first date. That seems a little. It's a well, little. I'm not gross. saying that you would first after the first date. I'm just saying like <laughs> at some point you would be like the boyfriend, the guy that gets her flowers. Right. But, like, don't do it one day too soon. No. You're no. screwed. Don't do it. Do you always analyze your dates like this? I don't analyze my life like this. I, okay, I like, like that. Have you ever watched Vince Vaughn? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's like my train of thought is Vince Vaughn. Okay. Like you know, okay. Like, he goes on this like a huge monologue about like why. why yeah, you're yeah, doing yeah, something. yeah. That's me. Okay. Wow. These are fun facts. Yeah. Okay. So now, um, what would be your advice for someone breaking into the music industry? I got no advice. You just <laughs> crack that nut however you want to crack it because it's, I mean, it's just like any other industry. It's like a professional sports world or anything else. It's 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 much so about timing. It's yeah. about who you know. Yeah. It's about um, having a little bit of luck and the fact that, oh, well, who you met as a producer, they actually have this great vibe that they add to what you're doing mm-hmm. as a creator and as your image. And like, there's just so many variables involved. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's, it's anybody's game because you've got people like, right. Post Malone, right. Post mm-hmm. Malone, he lives on the couch of his buddy. Who's a YouTube video gamer mm-hmm. in LA and then plays guitar hero and likes guitar hero. And he just nerds out on guitar hero in a basement for a couple of years. And then he's like, Oh, well I'm going to pick up a real guitar and then picks one up and then meets a couple people in LA and before you know it he's Post Malone right and people right, just love right, the fact right. that he's like everything rebellious right? and like his music and then they're just rabid about him which that whole rise is more power to him kudos to him for what he's done as a career but it's very like off center it's very uh-huh. like out of the box and you can't just give somebody advice of how to be Post Malone you know what I mean? right. that just happened right? or now even a more like current one that's, that's even I don't even know where it's gonna go it's more fresh it's like yeah. the yodeling Walmart kid right mm-hmm. this kid Mm-hmm. This kid, grandma, takes you as a nine-year-old kid to Walmart, <laughs> and like you yodel this old-ass right. Hank Williams music, and all of a sudden you're on the stage at Coach, main stage at Coachella. Right. You're at Stagecoach. You get signed to a record deal in Nashville. You're going on a tour bus around every Walmart in the country. Five thousand people show up just to get a selfie with you, and they're chasing your bus down the parking lot. Like, I so I mean, mean, like maybe that's the advice I give you: just yeah. be the yodel yodeling in front kid. Of yeah, Walmart. learn how to yodel. Yeah, just yodel. Okay, it's, it's a weird business, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, it seems it seems it. What about advice for someone who's going on the Bachelor or Bachelorette? Uh, don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Really though? Uh, no, it's fine. Just be if you're gonna do that, 
be open-minded and be okay with whatever happens. Okay. Just go with it. Don't but you don't like, regret doing it. No, I don't regret doing it. Cause I'm, I got to a point like after I like had that near death experience, oh, I was just yeah. kind of like, why not with life? And I really didn't care like what happened with my mm-hmm. life. I was just like, right. Ah, I'll wake up today and, and do this. I'm like, day. I could have been dead anyway. So whatever, True. what difference does it make? True. I'll just try something else. Well, and it so, put everything to perspective for you. Yeah, so it did. It so I just started trying things. And so I don't regret it at all, but some people they're very, that are very like tied to like their reputation or what they yeah, want in life yeah. or how they want the world to see them. You go in there and all of a sudden you don't have control of how the world sees you. They have control of how the world sees right. you. And it's like Hunger Games, but you don't die. Yeah, <laughs> right. So. Well, even I don't know. I just thought of her when you were saying this, like Ashley, like Ashley. I Ashley. Yeah. Ashley owned who she was the whole fucking time, <laughs> and she's still who she is, and she yeah. never wavered. And she got so much shit in the press for yeah. it. But she, she, she's great. She is who she is, and yeah. she seems amazing. And anyway, no, she's one of my really good friends. Yeah. Um, from the bachelor world, and yeah. I have a, a huge amount of respect for Ashley. She's great. And Jared seems great. Do you know him? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah we, we've hung out a lot in the uh, last couple of years. And they're, I mean, they're amazing. They're great people. And they were very honest with themselves yeah. about what they were looking for. And they didn't jump to conclusions and try to be one thing or versus the other. They just kind of went with it and let the time go by. Yeah. And three years later, they're together. Yeah. I mean, they seem to be amazing. happy. So, yeah. 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 Um, okay. And your what's your favorite podcast? Oh my god. Is it hashtag no filter? Is hashtag, it hashtag, hashtag, hashtag no filter. 100%. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> okay, well, is there anything else? Like, I feel like we covered a lot, and I'm. Thank we you did. so much for being here. Are you? Did you have a good time? Like, yeah, do you feel fun. like you had enough tequila? Do you want more tequila? Like, how are you feeling? No, I, I've sat here, look at this tray of Shake Shack, and like the fry, I think the fries and the ketchup really like brought the truth out. I mean, like brought the real meat Not out. the tequila, but the fries and the, the ketchup, fries for and sure. The fries and the ketchup, yeah. Yeah, oh, but great. the tequila was good. Yeah, tequila was great, too. And so tonight, well, this isn't going to go up tonight, but tonight you're going to be at Irish Cowboy. So are you, tell me, are you coming on tour? Like, you're on tour right now. Yeah, and we're in, like, what we call festival season. Okay. Where we do a lot of, like, charity events, festivals, oh, okay. casinos, whatever. Cool. Um, we did a tour with my buddy Logan Mize, uh, March, April, May. That okay. was, like, a set show with three different bands 25 shows over the country uh, now it's kind of like back into this like we'll go to Miami for July 4th we'll come Got to Houston it. for a weekend you know that happens so okay so just they should check your website if yeah, they want website. the info yeah. so, ta- so you're at Luke Powell on Instagram That's obviously it. I'm sure most of well, them are following well there's a couple of underscores in there Oh, are there? Yeah. What, Instagram, Instagram is Luke underscore underscore. That's two underscores. You have two underscores? Yeah. Why do you not just have Luke well, Pell? Some asshole with the Luke Pell, my, also my name, has it over in the UK somewhere. <laughs> and I tried to get it from him. And, and he, he was like, no. nah, man. He's like, I'm getting a lot of followers right now. I'm good. Oh, so. yeah. He's definitely getting a lot. I'm good, bro. So you're a Luke, at Luke underscore underscore yeah. Pell. But your website's LukePell.com. LukePell.com. We got that domain. That's good. Twitter, Lock is, that down. Twitter is Luke Pell, no underscores. Yeah, so now I have to name my kids with, I have to check their name on Instagram. I'm it's, sure it's, it's available. It's before, valid. And before, Gmail. And Gmail. And I mean, Gmail. Depending. Before I name them, I'm like, well, sorry, buddy, you got to have underscores or the number 27 after that, so I'm not going <laughs> to name you that. <laughs> 
Exactly, exactly. Okay, so you, so Irish Cowboy, keep up on his website. Thank you so much for being here. You're, it. You're so fun. fun. And um, everyone else, subscribe to hashtag no filter, and you can always find me at Julie Lauren 14. Thank you so much, Rice Village District, for hosting us. This was great. And Shake Shack Luke seems to really be um, the. I'm he's into, into these it fries. Right I'm into the fries. He's, thank in, you. he's almost finished the fries. Anyway, thank you all so much for listening, and I'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Hey, America, Christopher Hahn here, the Aggressive Progressive Podcast. What is with the president and the right-wing echo chamber encouraging these astroturf protests against stay-at-home orders around the country? It's ridiculous, and it needs to stop. Check out the Aggressive Progressive Podcast wherever you download podcasts. I'm Royal Oaks. Next time on Too Many Lawyers, COVID continues to reshape the law. Supreme Court arguments will be held by teleconference. The justices won't even know if the lawyers are wearing pants, which is fair given the eternal mystery of what's under those black robes. Los Angeles County is springing 25% of its inmates. The sheriff suggests folks get ready for what might be a spike in crime. Check it all out on the next episode of Too Many Lawyers. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.